Section 36 of Grey's Anatomy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Morgan Scorpion. Anatomy of the Human Body, Part 4, by Henry Grey. Anterior Divisions, Part 1. 6b. The Anterior Divisions. Remi anteriores. The anterior divisions of the spinal nerves supply the anterolateral parts of the trunk and the limbs. They are, for the most part, larger than the posterior divisions. In the thoracic region they run independently of one another, but in the cervical, lumbar and sacral regions they unite near their origins to form plexuses. The cervical nerves. Nervus cervicalis. The anterior divisions of the cervical nerves, rami anteriores, with the exception of the first, pass outward between the intertransversarii anterior and posterior, lying on the grooved upper surfaces of the transverse processes of the vertebrae. The anterior division of the first, or suboccipital nerve, issues from the vertebral canal above the posterior arch of the atlas, and runs forward round the lateral aspect of its superior articular process, medial to the vertebral artery. In most cases it descends medial to and in front of the rectus capitis lateralis, but occasionally it pierces the muscle. The anterior divisions of the upper four cervical nerves unite to form the cervical plexus, and each receives a grey ramus communicans from the superior cervical ganglion of the sympathetic trunk. Those of the lower four cervical, together with the greater part of the first thoracic, form the brachial plexus. They each receive a grey ramus communicans, those for the fifth and sixth being derived from the middle, and those for the seventh and eighth from the lowest cervical ganglion of the sympathetic trunk. The cervical plexus. Plexus cervicalis. The cervical plexus is formed by the anterior divisions of the upper four cervical nerves. Each nerve, except the first, divides into an upper and a lower branch, and the branches unite to form three loops. The plexus is situated opposite the upper four cervical vertebrae, in front of the levator scapulae and scalenus medius, and covered by the sternocleidomastoideus. Its branches are divided into two groups, superficial and deep, and are here given in tabular form. The figures following the names indicate the nerves from which the different branches take origin. Superficial. Smaller occipital, 2C. Greater auricular. 2-3-C, cutaneous cervical, 2-3-C, supraclavicular, 3-4-C, deep, internal, communicating, with hypoglossal, 1-2-C, with vagus, 1-2-C, with sympathetic, 1-2-3-4-C, muscular, rectus capitis lateralis, 1-C, Rectus capitis anterior, 1-2-C. Longus capitis, 1-2-3-C. Communicantes cervicales, 2-3-C. Phrenic, 3-4-5-C. Communicating with accessory, 2-3-4-C. External, muscular. Sternocleidomastoideus, 2-C. Trapezius, 3-4-C. Levator scapulae, 3-4-C. Scalenus medius, 3-4-C. 
superficial branches of the cervical plexus, the smaller occipital nerve, nervus occipitalis minor, small occipital nerve, arises from the second cervical nerve, sometimes also from the third. It curves around and ascends along the posterior border of the sternocleidomastoideus. Near the cranium it perforates the deep fascia, and is continued upward along the side of the head behind the auricular, supplying the skin and communicating with the greater occipital, the greater auricular, and posterior auricular branch of the facial. The smaller occipital varies in size and is sometimes duplicated. It gives off an auricular branch, which supplies the skin of the upper and back part of the auricular, communicating with the mastoid branch of the great auricular. This branch is occasionally derived from the greater occipital nerve. The great auricular nerve, nervus auricularis magnus, is the largest of the ascending branches. It arises from the second and third cervical nerves, winds around the posterior border of the sternocleidomastoideus, and, after perforating the deep fascia, ascends upon that muscle beneath the platysma to the parotid gland, where it divides into an anterior and a posterior branch. The anterior branch, ramus anterior, facial branch, is distributed to the skin of the face over the parotid gland, and communicates in the substance of the gland with the facial nerve. The posterior branch, ramus posterior, mastoid branch, supplies the skin over the mastoid process and on the back of the auricular, except at its upper part. A filament pierces the auricular to reach its lateral surface, where it is distributed to the lobule and lower part of the concha. The posterior branch communicates with the smaller occipital, the auricular branch of the vagus, and the posterior auricular branch of the facial. The cutaneous cervical, nervous cutaneous colli, superficial or transverse cervical nerve, arises from the second and third cervical nerves, turns around the posterior border of the sternocleidomastoideus about its middle, and, passing obliquely forward beneath the external jugular vein to the anterior border of the muscle, it perforates the deep cervical fascia, and divides beneath the platysma into ascending and descending branches, which are distributed to the anterolateral parts of the neck. The ascending branches, rami superiores, pass upward to the submaxillary region, and form a plexus with the cervical branch of the facial nerve beneath the platysma. Others pierce that muscle, and are distributed to the skin of the upper and front part of the neck. The descending branches, rami inferiores, pierce the platysma, and are distributed to the skin of the side and front of the neck, as low as the sternum. The supraclavicular nerves, nervus supraclaviculares, descending branches, arise from the third and fourth cervical nerves. They emerge beneath the posterior border of the sternocleidomastoideus and descend in the posterior triangle of the neck beneath the platysma and deep cervical fascia. Near the clavicle they perforate the fascia and platysma to become cutaneous and are arranged, according to their position, into three groups, anterior, middle and posterior. The anterior supraclavicular nerves, nervus supraclaviculares anteriores, suprasternal nerves, cross obliquely over the external jugular vein and the clavicular and sternal heads of the sternocleidomastoideus, and supply the skin as far as the middle line. They furnish one or two filaments to the sternoclavicular joint. The middle supraclavicular nerves, nervus supraclaviculares medii, supraclavicular nerves, cross the clavicle and supply the skin over the pectoralis major and deltoideus, communicating with the cutaneous branches of the upper intercostal nerves. The posterior supraclavicular nerves, 
nervus supraclaviculares posteriores, supraacromial nerves, pass obliquely across the outer surface of the trapezius and the acromion, and supply the skin of the upper and posterior parts of the shoulder. Deep Branches of the Cervical Plexus, Internal Series The communicating branches consist of several filaments, which pass from the loop between the first and second cervical nerves to the vagus, hypoglossal, and sympathetic. The branch to the hypoglossal ultimately leaves that nerve as a series of branches, viz. the descending ramus, the nerve to the thyreohyodeus, and the nerve to the geniohyodeus. A communicating branch also passes from the fourth to fifth cervical, while each of the first four cervical nerves receives a grey ramus communicans from the superior cervical ganglion of the sympathetic. Muscular branches supply the longus capitis, rectus capitis anterior, and rectus capitis lateralis. The communicantes cervicalis, communicantes hypoglossi, consist usually of two filaments, one derived from the second and the other from the third cervical. These filaments join to form the descendant cervicalis, which passes downward on the lateral side of the internal jugular vein, crosses in front of the vein a little below the middle of the neck, and forms a loop, ansa hypoglossi, with the descending ramus of the hypoglossal in front of the sheath of the carotid vessels. Occasionally the loop is formed within the sheath. The phrenic nerve, nervus phrenicus, internal respiratory nerve of Bell, contains motor and sensory fibres in the proportion of about two to one. It arises chiefly from the fourth cervical nerve, but receives a branch from the third and another from the fifth. The fibres from the fifth occasionally come through the nerve to the subclavius. It descends to the root of the neck, running obliquely across the front of the scalenus anterior, and beneath the sternocleidomastoideus, the inferior belly of the omohyodeus, and the transverse cervical and transverse scapular vessels. It next passes in front of the first part of the subclavian artery, between it and the subclavian vein, and, as it enters the thorax, crosses the internal mammary artery near its origin. Within the thorax it descends nearly vertically in front of the root of the lung, and then between the pericardium and the mediastinal pleura, to the diaphragm, where it divides into branches which pierce that muscle and are distributed to its under-surface. In the thorax it is accompanied by the pericardiacophrenic branch of the internal mammary artery. The two phrenic nerves differ in their length, and also in their relations at the upper part of the thorax. The right nerve is situated more deeply and is shorter and more vertical in direction than the left. It lies lateral to the right innominate vein and superior vena cava. The left nerve is rather longer than the right, from the inclination of the heart to the left side, and from the diaphragm being lower on this than on the right side. At the root of the neck it is crossed by the thoracic duct. In the superior mediastinal cavity it lies between the left common carotid and left subclavian arteries, and crosses superficial to the vagus on the left side of the arch of the aorta. Each nerve supplies filaments to the pericardium and pleura, and at the root of the neck is joined by a filament from the sympathetic, and occasionally by one from the answer hypoglossi. Branches have been described as passing to the peritoneum. From the right nerve, one or two filaments pass to join in a small phrenic ganglion with phrenic branches of the chiliac plexus, and branches from this ganglion are distributed to the falciform and coronary ligaments of the liver, the suprarenal gland, inferior vena cava, and right atrium. From the left nerve, 
filaments passed to join the phrenic branches of the Chiliad plexus, but without any ganglionic enlargement, and a twig is distributed to the left suprarenal gland. Deep branches of the cervical plexus, external series, communicating branches. The external series of deep branches of the cervical plexus communicates with the accessory nerve in the substance of the sternocleidomastoideus, in the posterior triangle, and beneath the trapezius. Muscular branches are distributed to the sternocleidomastoideus, trapezius, levator scalpuli, and scalenus medius. The branch for the sternocleidomastoideus is derived from the second cervical. The trapezius and levator scapulae receive branches from the third and fourth. The scalenus medius receive twigs either from the third or fourth, or occasionally from both. The brachial plexus, plexus brachialis. The brachial plexus is formed by the union of the anterior divisions of the lower four cervical nerves and the greater part of the anterior division of the first thoracic nerve. The fourth cervical usually gives a branch to the fifth cervical, and the first thoracic frequently receives one from the second thoracic. The plexus extends from the lower part of the side of the neck to the axilla. The nerves which form it are nearly equal in size, but their mode of communication is subject to some variation. The following is, however, the most constant arrangement. The fifth and sixth cervical unite soon after their exit from the intervertebral foramina to form a trunk. The eighth cervical and first thoracic also unite to form one trunk, while the seventh cervical runs out alone. Three trunks, upper, middle and lower, are thus formed, and, as they pass beneath the clavicle, each splits into an anterior and a posterior division. Footnote the posterior division of the lower trunk is very much smaller than the others, and is frequently derived entirely from the eighth cervical nerve. End of footnote. The anterior divisions of the upper and middle trunks unite to form a cord, which is situated on the lateral side of the second part of the axillary artery, and is called the lateral cord, or fasciculus of the plexus. The anterior division of the lower trunk passes down on the medial side of the axillary artery, and forms the medial cord or fasciculus of the brachial plexus. The posterior divisions of all three trunks unite to form the posterior cord or fasciculus of the plexus, which is situated behind the second portion of the axillary artery. Relations In the neck, the brachial plexus lies in the posterior triangle, being covered by the skin, platysma, and deep fascia. It is crossed by the supraclavicular nerves, the inferior belly of the omohyodeus, the external jugular vein, and the transverse cervical artery. It emerges between the scalini anterior and medius. Its upper part lies above the third part of the subclavian artery, while the trunk formed by the union of the eighth cervical and first thoracic is placed behind the artery. The plexus next passes behind the clavicle, the subclavius, and the transverse scapular vessels, and lies upon the first digitation of the serratus anterior and the subscapularis. In the axilla, it is placed lateral to the first portion of the axillary artery. It surrounds the second part of the artery, one cord lying medial to it, one lateral to it, and one behind it. At the lower part of the axilla, it gives off its terminal branches to the upper limb. Branches of Communication Close to their exit from the intervertebral foramina, the fifth and sixth cervical nerves each receive a grey ramus communicans from the middle cervical ganglion of the sympathetic trunk, and the seventh and eighth cervical similar twigs from the inferior ganglion. 
the first thoracic nerve receives a grey ramus from and contributes a white ramus to the first thoracic ganglion on the scalenus anterior the phrenic nerve is joined by branches from the fifth cervical branches of distribution the branches of distribution of the brachial plexus may be arranged into two groups viz those given off above and those below the clavicle supraclavicular branches dorsal scapula 5c suprascapula 5-6-c nerve to subclavius 5-6-c long thoracic 5-6-7-c to longus colli and scalini 5-6-7-8-c end of section 36